When I had my first child, I wanted peace of mind, which is why I used Policy Genius to get term life insurance. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. And some options are 100% online and let you avoid unnecessary medical exams. The process was so simple. I filled out some information, I compared rates, and I spoke to their award-winning agents all in a matter of minutes. And your work life insurance policy may not offer enough protection for your family's needs. And the worst part is it may not go with you if you leave your job. Policy Genius has no incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. And you can go get peace of mind by finding the right life insurance with Policy Genius. So head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes to see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. One of my favorite ways to invest is real estate, but not everyone wants to handle tenants and toilets. Enter Fundrise. They make it easy to invest in real estate with their flagship fund. Now, as always, you always have to carefully consider the investment objectives and risks of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. But right now, demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. And the Fundrise flagship fund plans on going on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes with just as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com slash PFP. As always, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com slash PFP. That's fundrise.com slash PFP. This is a paid advertisement. On this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to talk about how to significantly reduce your housing costs with Living Flips. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, founder of MasterMoney.co, and today on the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite financial hacks, which is how to reduce your housing costs significantly by utilizing living flips. If you have any questions, hit me up on TikTok or Instagram at MasterMoneyCo, and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you love listening to this podcast, and if you want to help out the show, and I cannot thank you guys enough for doing this, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That helps us spread this message about building wealth to other people. And if you're getting value out of the show, share it with a friend. Share it with your mom. Share it with your dad. Share the wealth. Share the love. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube as well. We are actually releasing the money Q&A episodes on YouTube. So if you want to see my big head talking on the screen, you can check us out on YouTube. And on YouTube, we are Master Money as well. So today, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite hacks. So you've heard us talk about house hacking. If you haven't heard that episode, it is one of my favorite episodes. It is one of my favorite ways for people to start building wealth when it comes to housing, because housing is one of the biggest expenses that are out there for most people within 
their budget. But today, I'm going to talk about a way where you can also make money just by living in your house. And this is one of the most powerful ways to actually build wealth over time. And this is the first thing that my wife and I did when we bought our first house. And the concept is called live and flip. Because right now, at the time I'm recording this, housing costs are absolutely crazy. So what you want to do is you want to find loopholes that can reduce that housing cost burden. And interest rates rising causes massive issues for people. Because in the last year, interest rates have doubled. And when interest rates double, what happens for you is that you have to now pay almost three, four, five, six hundred dollars more per month just to get into the same house as it would cost you a year ago. So let's find a way to make this great financial burden much lighter. So we're going to enter in the live and flip. So the live and flip was my first taste into real estate. And a live and flip is absolutely fantastic for a couple of different people. If you want to get into real estate investing and you want to take it slow, you want to get a feel for how it works, a live and flip is absolutely fantastic. Because as you're going to see, a caveat with the live and flip is you have to do this over the course of two years. And you're going to see why, because it's tax-free money that you're going to get. Or if you want to make money while you're living in your house, a live and flip is also a fantastic way to live your life. So let me explain to you what a live and flip is. A live and flip is when you buy a house that you plan to live in, and then you renovate that house slowly over the next few years, then sell that house for a profit. So you're going to make money while you're living in the house. And what you're doing is you buy a house, you renovate that house, you change up the things that you need to change. And we'll talk about the exact framework on how to do this in a second. Then you're going to sell that house for a profit. And what this does, it allows you to make money by living in your house. Now, there's a tax rule that comes into play here. And there's a tax loophole. And we've talked about this on this podcast a couple of times when we talk about how to buy a house and why you need to stay in your house for at least two years, but a minimum seven to eight years if you're going to live in that house for a longer period of time. But the live and flip, if you like to move a lot and you like to move around a lot, is a great option for a lot of people. Now, here's the cool tax loophole. And I'm going to link this down below in the show notes so that you can check it out as well. But as long as you live in a house for two years, you can write off capital gains for up to $500,000 if you're married. And if you're single, you can write it off up to $250,000. And if you can keep meticulous track of your expenses, you can also maximize your profits on that as well. Now, this is an absolutely fantastic rule. Because imagine having tax-free money on up to half a million dollars if you're married or a quarter of a million dollars if you're not married on those capital gains. That's why this strategy is so powerful because you get this money tax-free. It's like a forced accelerated Roth IRA technically because the way the Roth IRA works is you put money in, the money grows tax-free, and then you can pull the money out tax-free. Well, live and flip is the same way. You're putting money down on a property, but you get to utilize something called leverage. And you utilize that leverage renovate the property, then sell the property, and you come away with a lot more money just for living in a house. Now, renovating a house over the course of two years is really not that daunting of a task because what you're doing is maybe you want to change a bathroom, the kitchen, some flooring, and the stairs. Well, what's going to happen here is you do the bathroom within the first three months. You do the kitchen within the next six months. You do the floors at the end. I mean, there's all these different things that you can do, but over time, you're going to see that the timeline really isn't that bad for a lot of people. So it reduces the stress of flipping a house where you have to flip a house as fast as you humanly possible can. Well, within a live-in flip, you can do it within these parameters. 
So that is the basics of what a live and flip is. Now, let's get into how to buy a live and flip. So I'm going to lay out the framework on how to buy a live and flip so that you have a step-by-step guide. And if you want this in a checklist, I'm going to link it up down below where you can have a checklist on exactly how you can buy this live and flip. So you can just follow the steps step-by-step and be able to have that available to you. So here is the key. When houses are flying off the market faster than TVs on Black Friday, what is the key to actually being able to buy a house? Well, the key is you got to find a hidden gem. And a lot of hidden gems are hidden in plain sight. What do I mean by that? We have episodes talking about how to buy a house. And the very specific thing that I talk about in those episodes is you want to find properties that need a little loving from you. And they need a little bit of vision from you as well. See, a lot of people will walk into a property that needs cosmetic repairs and they'll write it off because they can't visualize what that property can look like. So here's step one. You want to buy a house at below market value. Well, duh, we want to buy a house at below market value. Well, how do you do that? You buy a house that needs cosmetic repairs. Enter the fix portion of the fix and flip name. But the thing I want you to focus on here is the word cosmetic because cosmetic repairs are much easier to handle than something like a big ticket item or a capital expenditure repair. So what's the difference? Cosmetic repairs are things that are much easier to fix. Things like flooring, cabinets, appliances, bathroom fixtures, paint, light fixtures. These are cosmetic repairs. They are things that are much easier to repair. They're not a daunting task. They're not extremely expensive to fix. Whereas something like a capital expenditure is a much greater problem. These are things you want to avoid, especially if you're brand new to live in flips. If you've been an experienced flipper or an experienced real estate investor, then this is something you may be able to take on. But if you're brand new to this, you want to avoid these types of issues, things like roofing issues. If you need to put on a brand new roof, really, it's not that hard to do that. But a lot of times, if you need to put on a brand new roof, there are other issues underneath the surface that you can't see. So a brand new roof can cost you anywhere from five grand if you have a really small house. I've done a roof for five grand on one of my rental properties, all the way up to 50 grand, or even with the new Tesla roofs, I'm sure they're going to be like 100 grand. So Roofing is something that is very easy to do because all you do is call a roofer, get a quote, and do it. But when they open up the shingles, they open up whatever type of roof that you have, there could be issues that persist underneath. Maybe the wood is rotten underneath. Well, that's an extra expense. Maybe the soffit and fascia need to be repaired. There's a lot more things involved when you get into roofing. So you want to over-budget if you are going to do a roof. Another thing you want to avoid is plumbing issues. Plumbing issues are an absolute nightmare. I had a rental property. There was a duplex. And That thing had the worst plumbing issues of all time. It was built in the 50s, and it cost me so much money to fix the plumbing issues because they had metal pipes, and the metal pipes rusted away under the ground, and we had to replace so many piping issues. So if there's major plumbing issues, you want to avoid that unless you have a big bankroll that you want to throw at this property. Foundation issues. If there is any foundation issues whatsoever, run. Do not get anywhere close to a property that has foundation issues or electrical issues. Now, electrical issues are a little easier to fix than some other things, but if the house has electric issues, those are going to persist throughout the house. So you want to make sure that you're avoiding these types of things and looking at cosmetic repairs, flooring, cabinets, appliances, fixtures, paint, all those different things. Because capital expenditures are way more expensive, they're way more complicated, And they can uncover way more problems. The problem with those bigger expenses is you uncover, say, one little plumbing issue, but then realize the whole plumbing issue is shot, and now you're paying 20, 30, 40, 50 grand to replace all the plumbing. 
That is what you want to avoid. And it's way more complicated. It's way more stressful. Trust me, I've done it on a lot of properties. And if you're new to investing in property or you just want to make this as easy as possible as your side hustle because you have a full-time day job, that's not something you want to be dealing with on the side. Now, there's one thing when you're buying these properties that I want you to know. And the one thing is this. You need to make sure that when you buy that property, you can still see yourself living there for five to 10 years. The reason for this is a safety net. We're going to talk about some of the downsides of living flips in a second, but this safety net is very important because you want to make sure that if the market takes a dip, a short-term dip for say three, four, five years, you can see yourself living there for a longer period of time so that you can still make that profit when you exit the living flip. This hedges against the possibility of any type of recession or bear market within the real estate market. And here's a bonus that I'm going to give you ahead of time here. If you can run the numbers on that house as a rental property and it cash flows and it's a live and flip, it can do both. Now you have multiple exit options because say you don't want to stay in that property for five to 10 years, but it cash flows as a rental property. Now you have the option of renting that property out and you can go buy another property if you want to. See, that's the cool thing. If you're interested in real estate investing, this is a great strategy. But if you're not interested in real estate investing, this is also a great strategy because you're going to live in a house anyway. Why not make money while you're living in a house? So that's step one. Find a property that needs cosmetic repairs and buy the property. Now, if you don't know how to buy a house, if this is your first time buying a house, we have an episode that teaches you exactly how to buy a house. So I will link that up in the show notes below. Now, let's jump into step two. So step two is to move into your new crib. So you want to move in with the plan of living there for at least two years so that you can use our favorite tax loophole. So when you move into the house, you have a few years to fix up this property and you can live in there three, four, five years if you want to, if you start to like the property, but you want to at least live there for two years. And this is another reason why you want to avoid any issues with things like major plumbing issues or roof issues, because you're going to be living there. You're going to be living in this house. You don't want to make this a really stressful process because you're not going to want to ever do this again if the process is extremely stressful. Now, if there's things as you move in that you want to repair right away cosmetically, maybe there's just nasty floors in there and you want to replace the floors right away, then that would be one thing that I would consider doing before you move in because what you don't want to do is have to move around all your furniture just to replace those floors. It's much easier to do it right before you move in. So on the closing date, once you close on your house, if you can have a flooring person When you're in the inspection process, go out and look and say, hey, here's how much the flooring's gonna cost. If this is good with you, I can replace it, you know, the day after closing. Get it scheduled, get it on the calendar. That way you can start to actually have that done and then you can move in in the next couple of days after that. Same thing with painting. It's so much easier to paint a house when there's no furniture in there and usually you can get a cheaper price when there's no furniture in there as well. So make sure you're negotiating this stuff as you're talking through with it because they can paint the house in a day or two when there's no furniture in there, but when there's furniture and they have to cover it up and do all these extra things, it takes them a little bit longer. So make sure that you look at doing those things before moving into the house if there's some cosmetic things you want to fix up. So step two is to move into your house. Step three, time to fix up the house. So strap on the old tool belt because it's time to get to work. So we can handle this in a couple of different ways. The first one is if you're not handy like Andy, your boy Andy, just kidding, I'm not really handy. I just wanted to rhyme. Well, then you can hire this out. So I like to hire out as much as I possibly can if it's within your budget. The reason why is I like to utilize my time towards other businesses and towards other things. But if you have time on nights and weekends, you don't have a side hustle, this is going to be your side hustle, then option two is you can fix it up yourself because you have two years to do this 
And if you want to learn how to be more handy or learn how to fix up things, then you can definitely do this slowly over time. Number three, you can do a mix of both. So if there's some complicated things going on in your house and you don't want to try to fix it, or if it's big ticket items, then maybe you hire it out. So for example, something I would do starting off is I would paint walls, but I wouldn't put in flooring because I just didn't know how to put in flooring the right way, or I wouldn't put in kitchen cabinets or countertops or things like that. I would hire that stuff out. But painting, most people can do that, or you can learn that skill by watching YouTube videos and things like that. So there are some things where you can do a mixed approach of both. Now, where do you find contractors to do some of this stuff? There's a couple of different ways. Now, you can ask your friends and family who they like for certain things. You can ask your neighbors who they like. You can check on Nextdoor is a great place to see who has used someone in this area that has done a good job in their house. You can use Facebook groups. So for example, my neighborhood right now has a bunch of different Facebook groups. And you can ask in those Facebook groups, who has found someone that has been fantastic to replace their countertops or to replace a backsplash? And they'll come in and say, hey, here's a person I like. And I've used that a bunch of different times and gotten some great suggestions. So if your neighborhood or your area has a next door or a Facebook group, that's a great place to look as well. And then another place that I've had a lot of success, specifically if I'm going into new markets, is HomeAdvisor. Now, HomeAdvisor, for some people, they haven't had as much success as I have, but pretty much every contractor that I have used on HomeAdvisor has been pretty good. The reason why is HomeAdvisor typically vets those contractors. So make sure you check pricing on HomeAdvisor because I think they do take a larger fee against the contractor. So the contractor has to raise their prices sometimes, but I've found great contractors on HomeAdvisor as well. Now, step four is you want to sell the property after two years. So you're going to wait two years to avoid the taxes and then sell the property. So one thing you want to make sure that you factor into this is closing costs of that property and agent fees of that property. So you're either going to have to find a real estate agent to sell the property for you, or you're going to have to sell it yourself. Now, if you're going to do this a lot, Would it hurt to get your real estate license? No, because those agent fees are really high. The agent fees are 3 to 6%. If they are the seller's agent, the seller always pays for the buyer's fee. The high number is always 6%. So I always factor in my number 6% because that is usually where you land. So making sure you know that up front before you jump into the property, make sure you have that 6% number in your head and you're running those numbers that way is also very important. Now, if you want to save that 6%, which is a lot of money if you think about it, and you want to do this over and over and over again, then maybe it's worthwhile to get your license. But if you don't want to deal with it, you want to have somebody else deal with it who is experienced and knows how to sell properties at the highest dollar amount, then what I would do is hire an agent. You want to interview agents, you can vet agents, but then sell it after those two years so that you can have those capital gains. Now, what I want to do next is I want to lay out the framework to use live and flips to pay for a house, and you can potentially pay for a house free and clear, or you can upgrade your houses over time. If houses are something that brings you value, you want to live in your dream home one day, if that's something that you value, which a lot of people do, then I'm going to lay out that framework on how you can do that next. Some of my favorite memories over summer is going on vacation with the family, but summer fun can get expensive. And when you have financial goals, you need to decide what's worth it and what you value. And a Chime checking account can help you reach your financial goals while still enjoying summer. So take back your finances with features like SpotMe, which is a no-fee overdraft protection. Or you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. And you can learn more at Chime.com PFP. They have no monthly fees or maintenance fees and over 60,000 fee-free ATMs. So live it up this summer and make progress towards your financial goals with Chime. And you can open your account in minutes at Chime.com PFP. That's Chime.com PFP. 
Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Corp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And they have a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash personal finance. Just go to Indeed.com slash personal finance right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash personal finance. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Last year, I was not tracking my finances like I should. And truthfully, it's because I had not found an easy way to automate that process. Then I found a tool called Monarch Money, which changed that for me because it made it so incredibly easy. I synced my accounts and in one click, it created a budget for me based on my past spending habits. And Monarch is a top rated all in one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get a 30 day extended free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash PFP. And Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving the product. And they have tools that allow you to seamlessly collaborate with your partner. And after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash PFP. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash PFP for your extended 30-day free trial. The key to winning in any business is making sure you have the right business partner. An example is Procter & Gamble or Ben & Jerry. But what about the perfect partners when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. And most people know one of your biggest struggles when it comes to starting an online business is finding new customers and Shopify can help you do that. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. So sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PFP, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash PFP now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash PFP. All right, so I'm going to lay out the framework on how to use live and flips to pay for houses and maybe even be able to pay for a house free and clear. So I tried to make these numbers modest and realistic because a lot of people that I've seen talk about live and flips have these drastic numbers where you're going to make half a million dollars off one live and flip in two years. That's not the case for most people. That's not usually what happens. So here's what you want to do. Is step one, you want to buy your first live and flip. And let's say you find a nice little 
cosmetic fixer upper for 250000 in your area. And that house needs $40,000 of upgrades to be able to sell really well on the market. So after two years and upgrades, the house sells for $350,000. So you bought it for two fifty. dollars The house sells for three fifty. dollars So let's look at the numbers here. If you sell it for $350,000 at the full value and the purchase price is $250,000 and you put $25,000 down, which is 10%, and you have $40,000 in repairs, the sale may look something like this. Maybe you sell it for $350,000. The agent fees at 6% are $21,000. The repairs are $40,000 and the purchase price is $250,000. So what that comes out to is you get $39,000 tax-free dollars. Now, why is tax-free dollars the key word here? Because if this wasn't tax-free dollars, this would be equivalent to earning something for most people's tax situation. This would be equivalent to earning something like 50 grand. So you get $39,000 completely tax-free. So when the house sells, you have a pretty good chunk of change here because you're gonna get the $39,000 profit back. You're gonna get your down payment back on the sale, which is $25,000. You're gonna get the principal and payment that you paid over the course of those two years, which I calculated on this situation. It was $5,800 on today's interest rates. And you get your repair costs returned at 40 grand. So you're gonna have $110,000 at the end of this sale, cash back within your pocket. So now what you get to do is you gotta hunt down the next property. And let's say you do this over and over and over again. Let's say you do this for eight years. Well, after eight years, if you made 40 grand on each one of those houses, you'd have $160,000 in profit in eight years just for living in your house, in addition to all the other cash that was returned back to you. My personal preference is something I value is housing. So what I did was I took the money and bought a larger house as my family started to grow so that I could have some things that I truly valued. But what you could also do is find a similar like-kind house, and you can pay for that house in cash. Now you have zero mortgage. There's a bunch of options on what you can do with this money. But if you do this over and over and over again over the course of time, you're going to make a significant income from doing this. Imagine if you did this 10 times over the course of 20 years. I mean, if you do this and you're going to make higher profits than what you made the first time, which is very possible, you can keep upgrading over time, you can make well over a million dollars on living flips just for living in a house. If you're willing to move every couple of years, you can make well over a million dollars doing this over the course of your lifetime. What would an extra million dollars, if you invested those dollars, what would an extra million dollars do for your retirement? It'd be absolutely amazing. Remember, every million dollars, you can draw an additional $40,000 a year based on the 4% rule. And this is the power of finding ways to live differently than everybody else so that you can have a lot more wealth than everybody else. Because these loopholes exist everywhere. And this is a way where you're living in a house and you're making money while you live in a house. See, most people lose money by living in their house. A house is not a great asset. And if you haven't heard our episode where we talk about buy versus rent, I explain why a house is not that great of an asset. Maybe in the last five years, your house has appreciated a lot. But if you look at it over time and over a long period of time, a house is not a great asset. Well, this is a way to turn your house into an asset, to turn it into an investment by utilizing live-in flips so that you can make money for living in a house. Now, you have a bunch of options on what to do with this money. The cool thing about money and the cool thing about building wealth is wealth gives you options. That's what we talk about all the time. So here's a couple of options to think about. A, we just talked about this. You can put it towards your forever home. So let's say you do this a bunch of times. You make two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000. You put that money towards your forever home and all of a sudden your mortgage payment could either be the same as it was in a little tiny $200,000 house or your mortgage payment 
could be non-existent. You could be free and clear of a mortgage. And what this does, it allows you to take your extra dollars that would go towards a mortgage and put them towards real estate investing or put those towards your index funds or ETFs or your dividend stocks or whatever way you like to invest. You can put that extra cash towards that and all of a sudden your wealth is starting to compound over time. This is the amazing power of doing these strategies. Compound interest comes in many different forms and this is one of them because now you compounded it into a larger house. That means your net worth increases. In addition, you don't have a mortgage anymore. So now you can take those extra dollars, put those dollars towards the things that bring you value and voila, you are building wealth faster than majority of people in this world can do. It's just by understanding these little loopholes. It's by understanding these little concepts and being able to live a little bit differently than everybody else. You're flipping this house. So you're living a little bit differently than everybody else, but you still have somewhat of a normal lifestyle doing this. When I did it, I did it over a course of a longer period of time. And what that did is allow me to just fix like a couple of things a year. And walking away with six figures, tax-free dollars is absolutely amazing. Now, If you end up loving the house, you can stay in that live and flip and you can turn it into a rental property. You can invest the profits or you can use it in any way you value. So there's a ton of things that you can do there. The next thing to do with the money is to keep buying live and flips. So you can do this over and over and over again, like we talked about. And if you do this every two years for 20, 30 years, you're going to make so much money. It's incredible. Now you're going to have to figure out how to run the numbers as a rental property in case there is downturns. And when there is downturns, you hold on to those properties for those years during downturns. Then you sell them all later on down the line if your strategy is to sell those properties and to flip those properties. But let's say you can run the numbers as a rental property and all of a sudden recession hits, okay? So that first live and flip, then you turn it into a rental property instead of flipping it, waiting for the market to appreciate again. Then you buy another one the next two years and the market's kind of stayed stagnant a little bit. So you keep that one as a rental property. And now you have two of them as a rental property. Then you buy another one in the next two years and the market starts to rebound. Well, all of a sudden the market's rebounding and it's at the price you wanted to get it at. Well, now all of a sudden you have three properties you could sell or you can keep the two as a rental property and sell the third one. There's so many options involved in this strategy. It's absolutely amazing. And the third option is you can retire on this money. Let's say you put this money away every single time. You keep doing living flips. You just keep the down payment, use the same down payment over and over and over again find the same size house, and you take that extra cash, the tax-free cash, and let's say, for example, you put it into retirement accounts and you put it towards investments. Well, that money starts to compound, and you're using the same down payment to buy more living flips over and over and over again. All of a sudden, you've got a really nice cash-flowing machine here. Well, you're going to be able to retire very quickly doing that. And when you do that, it gives you a ton of options that are available to you. Now, This is the absolute beauty of building wealth creatively is you give yourself options, options that lead to freedom. And that is what wealth provides. Now let's talk about some of the risks of living flips. So last thing we want to do is just talk about some of the risks of living flips. And we've talked about a couple of them already on the top of the show, but I want to make sure that you understand all the risks that are there. One of them is when a recession hits. That's the biggest factor that can come into play as a risk when it comes to living flips. And like we said, you got to have multiple exit strategies when you do this. One exit strategy is to keep the property and ride out the recession. The second one is to rent the property out and run the numbers as a rental property on the front end. The third one is maybe you can run the numbers as an Airbnb and use that property as an Airbnb. Or the fourth one is you could stay in the property, refinance the property, pull the cash out. There's a bunch of different things that you can do, but just making sure that you understand those risks that are involved. And the biggest one is a recession. Another one you got to consider is you got to make sure what factors are coming into your own personal life. If you buy a one-bedroom, one-bathroom condo, and then you have a brand-new baby coming in, and you find out it's twins, well, that's a risk that's involved. So make sure you know what life things are happening 
coming up? Or maybe you get a job offer and you have to move across the country. What are you going to do in that situation? And what is your exit strategy? Or maybe you have aging parents and your parents have to move in. Well, maybe you need additional bedrooms. So how is that going to work? There's a lot of things that you got to make sure that you plan and expect for the unexpected when it comes to living flips. So that's why you need multiple exit plans. Now, here's a couple of other downsides that a lot of people don't think about. And one is, if you have a lot of renovations that you have to do, your house can always be a mess if you have a living flip. Meaning, if you're renovating the kitchen and you're doing it slowly, your house can be a mess for a lot longer, especially if you're doing it yourself. If you're doing it nights and weekends yourself to save money, it can get really messy for a long period of time. That's why I like to hire out as much as I possibly can because the mess is reduced because they're incentivized to finish the job as fast as possible so that they can get paid. The second one is it's easy to get comfortable and forget that you're actually flipping this house where maybe you don't do all the things up front that you need to be doing and making sure that you're flipping the house. That's another thing that can come into play and a downside that can come into play. The third one is it's not scalable. Now, your boy loves things that are scalable and loves to make sure that he can find ways to leverage the situation, but living flips just aren't scalable. So if you're interested in rental properties or you're interested in real estate investing, you can do a couple of other different things as well while living flipping so that you can get that scale involved. And then the fourth one is if you really get stressed out when your house is a mess, then you want to consider that before you get into a living flip if you have to renovate a lot of things. Now, some people can find ways to get a live and flip where they just have very few cosmetic repairs, but there's some of the big items like paint, flooring, that kind of stuff. You can get that done in a couple of weeks. But if there's a ton of things going on at the same time where you have to renovate basically the whole house, it can be stressful if your house is always a mess. So consider that as well. But if the wealth building principles are worth some of those downsides, then a live and flip is one of the best ways and one of the coolest ways to scale your money over time. Listen, I hope you guys learned a ton about Live and Flips. If you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram or TikTok at Master Money Co. and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you love listening to this podcast to. And if you want to help out the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I truly appreciate each and every single one of you. And now let's go out and create some wealth. 